You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, welcome to episode 44 of the Leading Off Podcast. I'm Matthew Braun, joined here by Cooper Carlson and Cooper. Baseball is back! Yeah, this is the, uh, we're, we're now in the, uh, two months out of the trade deadline, so this will be the trade deadline episode, as we know, we've been following that along closely, and who are you, who do you have your eyes on? No, I'm just kidding. Baseball just, is back. I don't like that Madison Bumgarner fellow, I don't, I no. don't want him at all. <laughs> He's having a horrible year. Who would have saw that coming? No. Uh, but isn't this great? I know you probably came here hoping to listen to some talk about owners and billionaires arguing over money, but I'm sorry. We're going to talk about baseball today, so better get ready for that. And, and what a refreshing change of events that has been. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think I have to go over this, but I will for the sake of uh, doing so. Uh, but just recently they announced. Yeah, because that's what we do. We, we like to be thorough. Uh, just recently announced, uh, basically the players and owners were still at a stalemate. However, the MLB always in their back pocket had this like emergency button where they could just start a season whenever and Rob Manfred could just, you know, do whatever he wants. Not that he had much controlling his power anyways, but you get what I'm saying. Um, so that button was hit. Uh, the season's being started. The players agreed to that. Uh, we got a 60-game schedule, which is, I mean, that's all anyone really cares about is, is there a season, how much is there being played, and the rest is kind of like the fine details where you're like, the players and owners can deal with this. We really don't give a shit. Oh, yeah, that's pretty accurate. I mean, I was just, when I heard there was games, I've, I mean, yeah, I haven't read much into it. I'm not going to lie, just stuff I've seen on Twitter, but just, it's like, we're getting baseball, and that's all that I've cared about for about, when did this all start? Like, mid-March? I don't really know. Mid-April. <sighs> It's been, it's been too long, man. It's been it's been rough. It, and my favorite part of this has been us taking every single minor holiday to just not record because we have <laughs> just nothing to talk about. Like, hey, oh, it's the, uh, it's the it's Father's Day. We uh, better not record today, huh? Oh, well. No. <laughs> well, it was even better when I texted you what I, what I say. Are you fine with taking this week off of Father's Day? And holy shit, it's Sunday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like 7.30. You text me, uh, yeah, you find him taking this week off. I'm like, oh my god, I was not even like sort of prepared for this. But yeah, so I'm glad baseball's back so we can get back to normalcy. Well, not it won't be even close, but it'll be better than what we've been, obviously, because it's been a struggle, and we've made it. We've done it, and I'm happy to be here. It's great. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's relative normalcy, of course, but right. that's how most things are going to be uh, going forward, at least in the near future. So uh, breaking down the timeline, uh, it sounds like uh, the spring training 2.0, whatever you want to call it, uh, is starting back up July 1st, which will be Wednesday. Uh, all teams will be at their own facilities, at their own stadiums, in their own states, and 
in their own thing. It's not going to be. And, it, and this was another thing where they're like, okay, we're going to start spring training in Arizona and Florida. And it's like, hey, ain't those like the two states getting crushed right now by this thing? Like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> actually, ooh, that might not be a might not, might not be a smart idea there. So uh, that'll start. And then I believe they're shooting for the start of the season around the end of July. I don't know if they have a specific date. I heard in my... the weekend of July 24, 25. So, yeah. I don't know okay. if that's a, I don't know. Is that a weekend? I just heard 24, 25. So. Uh, well, you know, I'm just going to sit here and say a few words as I'm looking it up. Okay, 24th is the Friday. Okay, cool. So that could start a three-game weekend series. So I guess that makes sense. Uh, but either way uh things will start up soon and then hopefully ideally if everything goes right uh which which that's going to be kind of the asterisk on yeah. l- like every single day we wake up where there's baseball is that asterisk of everything goes right which uh, as much as i love to see mlb back and as much as you know i love baseball i know you love baseball and we all love baseball that that's a pretty hard asterisk to just ignore and kind of just throw away you know oh yeah no doubt we could any given day that could be announced, like, still, like, baseball canceled again. Like, I mean, there's still huge risks, but, I mean, they, they got to try it, I guess. And it, it could easily just go horribly, and we might not have a season anyway. But as of right now, we are having baseball, so I'm, I'm good with it. Well, I, I think it's a better... Uh, okay, how do I want to put this without... Okay, I, want, I need to be very specific my wording here without sounding like an asshole. So... I think it's a better look for baseball if they if they're able to be like, hey, we have this opportunity to come together and try and put a season together, and we're able to do this. Granted, it was very, uh, I, I guess, suspicious in the way that happened and uh, not conducive to the future uh, CBA agreements. But you know, that's <laughs> whatever. That's down the road. But if they're able to do that, and then you know the the virus pops up, and that and that's what blocks them from doing it, and not their own inability yeah. to start the season if that, that's the reason then they can they can be like okay we tried you know and people will be a lot more forgiving towards that i think that's a good point and then i just come back to the fact that they couldn't agree and the yeah uh, it's funny because the commissioner himself literally did have to go all right we're stop arguing we're having this season like <laughs> yeah i mean because we all know rob manford loves his baseball so but um yeah, it's rough because yeah, that was a joke. But uh, the season could be canceled any time. The play, what I've heard is, you know, playoffs are a luxury. Like if we get them, that'll be pretty solid because the second wave could still hit. But I'm not a scientist, so I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm really banking on them actually uh, adhering to scientists and immunologists, but knowing. Uh, people who like to make money. I doubt that's going to be a thing, right. really. Yeah, <laughs> Unfortunately. yeah, that's not a thing. I mean, money could also drive it. So even if there is a lot of threats of disease, their baseball will continue because people got to get their money. So I don't know how it's going to go. I have truly no idea. It's going to be fun to see how it plays out. I'm excited. I, I don't know if I'd use that word fun. I don't know if I'd use that one. It'll be interesting. Hey, baseball's certain. fun, all right? Interesting is our word. <laughs> Yeah, no, in- interesting is like the, I've learned this through uh, all of my like history and English classes that I take because I'm like a social studies major and all that shit. But interesting is that word everyone uses when they don't know what else to say. Yeah. As far as some, where it's like, oh, I, you know, or you, like, I was. Or you don't want to offend someone. It's, it's like, oh, that, um, I, I got nothing. Like that drawing sure does look interesting. 
Well, it's yeah, it's not even just that. It's just like I don't, I I can't like comprehend. Like I start, I try to use intrigue because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds more you know intriguing. But uh, yeah, everyone just comes back to interesting. But we we should stop using that word. Um, that that was my only point. No, I'm gonna keep using it. It's my, I like that word. We use it a lot down here, so we're gonna keep going. It's, a, it's such a crutch word. We need to stop. <laughs> so, getting to uh, <clears throat> how the schedule is gonna break down, um, which is going to be interesting. Uh, we have kind of the rough outline here, which is uh, given out by Jason Stark of the Athletic. Uh, Matthew Taylor wrote an article about it on Twins Daily, kind of breaking it down. Go read that. Uh, so he said all teams will play ten games against each other, each of the divisional foes, which makes up 40 of the 60 total games. Uh, the remaining 20 games we played against the corresponding interleague division. So then the AL Central uh, for the Twins, they'll be playing against the NL Central. Uh, six of the interleague divisional games we played against the team's closest natural rival, quote-unquote. That'll be the Brewers for the Twins. And then the remaining 14 games interleague will be split between the four remaining teams in series of three to four games. Uh, long story short, if you want to break this down, this is a damn good uh play out for the twins. They get to play some really bad teams. Yeah, they're already set up to play the AL Central, <laughs> which alone has the Tigers, Royals, and sorry, Chicago, but the White Sox. Now we also get the NL Central. Yeah, it's fu- future AL Central division winning Chicago White Sox. Put some respect on their name, or else their but Twitter fans will get at you. You did say future, you didn't say twenty twenty. I mean they're bound to get there eventually, a, right? A twenty tomorrow's future. the future, brother. Think of just, that. Just you just say future and it like you'll never be wrong because it's gonna happen eventually. So I uh, well, Padres fans have been doing that for years. So yeah, how it goes. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. And then they play the NL Central, which it's a weird division because they have like one just awful team with the Pirates, and then just four teams that you really don't know. The Cubs are gonna be probably pretty good, but you never know. The Brewers. They've been good for some reason the past two years. I don't know why. No one really knows why they can't pitch. Uh, uh, I, I, I think I know one reason why they've been good. Do I have to well, say that one? I mean, you can say that, though. But, I mean, of course, Christian Yelich, but then why aren't the Angels good? It's Mike Trout's like, how are the Brewers doing this? Whatever. I think they're going to be bad. Uh, the Cardinals are a good team. There's no getting around that. And then the Reds are really weird because I last year thought they were going to be a playoff team, and I think, once again, they're going to be a playoff team. Although not anymore because the divisions are set up weird, but I don't know. The NL Central is a weird division, man. That's what well, you you broke down the NL Central, didn't you? A few. I did. Ago? It was it was confusing. I like ranked the AL and NL Central teams. So, yeah. I guess that your your expertise is coming into play here now. Finally. Yes. <laughs> I finally wrote something that I can relate to what we talked about. I don't think this ever happens. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's that, that's funny. So. Um, I put the Brewers at seven. That's one thing I remember. I think we talked about that before, but I put I said, it very low. I was gonna say I thought, thought we fought. We like kind of fought about this. Yeah, probably. I think I put, sure. yeah, I put them behind the White Sox. So, <sighs> I mean, I mean, they're not. They're, I don't. I don't see how the Brewers are very good, man. They're just name three starters, like starting pitchers. Yeah. Uh, Brett Anderson, they just signed him. I, I did this. I did this last time. I almost just said Julius Chassin, but I know that's not true. <laughs> uh, Eric Lauer, because they just traded for him. Shit! Wow. Okay. And um, Woodruff. Just get Woodruff. Woodruff. Oh, how did I forget Woodruff? He's like he, their best. Yeah, he's he's definitely their best. But he is also who the heck is Brandon Woodruff? So yeah, <laughs> there's that. 
<laughs> he's kind of popped up and then got hurt and went away last year. He's on my fantasy team, so I know a good amount about him. Uh, okay, sure. I'm glad we've turned to talking about Brandon Woodruff here. <laughs> That's these are the directions we sometimes take. But anyways, uh, basically, kind of long story short, uh, it's just man, the, it just playing against those terrible AL Central teams that we already know is now just going to be even more hyper focused. Uh, you know, now just a large percentage, you're going to be getting a beat up on those Tigers, going to beat up on those Royals. Uh, I guess the counterpoint is then uh, so do the Indians, and so do if you're afraid of the White Sox, uh, them as well. They get that same opportunity because they're going to be the schedules are going to be incredibly similar. Uh, so, in the end, how much does it really, you know, it, it, uh, give the Twins an advantage? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it really does if you compare it to, you know, everything else going on in the division. Didn't the Indians go like eighteen and one against Detroit last year? It was yeah, yeah, they did. Thing. Yes, they did. I don't. Yep. I'm still mad about that shit. Yeah, it was. It was like they played them like fifteen times a month at the end of the year, and it was just insane. Like, what is going on? It was like four game series. They just shut them out in the series, like forty to zero. It was like, all right, well, nice try, Detroit, but okay, thanks, Guardy. <laughs> I don't know. It was horrible. I remember how that how that went because they'd play like, God, it was so frustrating because the Twins would be like, okay, now you got to go face like Washington and Please. like. Uh, some actual good te- liaise and like some actual good teams and then the indians are just like all right so you guys get detroit you get casey then you get detroit again and we're like what the fuck come on yeah that was during their climb from like the 13 games back or whatever it was it was like the twins just played the a's rays um just name a good team and they played them and then the indians only played those two teams it seemed it was yeah. it was wild and then they got i i love this they played the orioles two game series and got shut out in the series 26-0 i love it <laughs> well, uh, you know, I I know you're wrong there. They played a three-game series, and they won the last game of the series. I must just completely block that from my memory then. Wow. No, I I very vividly remember this. I don't know why. I think we've been over this, so I just remember, like, random, the most random shit that no one should remember. But, no, you're right. Baltimore destroyed him the first two games. I think it was actually, like, the same score the first two games. 13-0. Uh, yeah, exactly. But then they came back and won game three by like a run, which is, oh, man. yeah, then you have the run differential Olympics there where it's just like, oh, like yeah. 25, but they still got to win. You're just like, okay, <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I was gonna, I was about to say something, but I completely lost my train of thought. What's next on our list? <laughs> All right, cool. Well, that'll take us to our break. We're going to take a quick break here have an ad read and then when we come back we'll be breaking down what's going to be happening a little bit more get ready for the greatest roast of all time the roast of tom brady a netflix live event happening may 5th hosted by kevin hart the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And we are back from that ad. I'm sure it was a lovely ad. I've never actually listened to any of our ads, so I don't know what they are. I hope they're good. <laughs> yeah, same, actually. Huh. Yeah, that's well, a weird I'm, thought. Is some it? sad news I just found out, though. What? While we were taking our long break, uh, the Padres released their summer roster thing. 
no Brian Dozier for some reason. What? Yeah. No Brian Dozier. They couldn't find Dozier. They have a 60-man pool, and they couldn't find enough room for Dozier? I get. Yeah, they got Greg Garcia on there, though. They get Greg Garcia, but they can get <laughs> Brian freaking Dozier? Would you take Brian Dozier over Jerickson Profar? I don't know enough about Jerickson Profar. Yes, but... Jerickson Profar had, like, one good season over his last yeah. five years. So. What the heck, man? Twins, get, go get him back. Go get him. Oh, Brian Dozier. Oh, yeah. Just uh, wait. Yeah. Ted said they not only did Dozier not make the Padres roster, but they have eight open spots. Wow. Oh, man. That sucks. What? How? How is that even possible? Uh, (laughs) I didn't think he fell off that much. Good Lord. Well, no. I'm, and it's just like just zero shot, like not even a chance. That is insane. Uh, all right. well, now I'm mad. I don't like that. Yeah, now I'm just mad. I, pot, I'm no longer – I was never a Padres fan. I already dissed him earlier in this episode, but I'm even less of a Padres fan. Actively yeah. boycott the Padres. Yeah, I mean, we may as well at this point, right? Ugh. Yeah. Well, well I, think, I think their fans have been doing it for years. Have you looked at their tennis numbers? I mean, come on. <laughs> I remember I went to a Padres game like 10 years ago. It was kind of weird. They lost 3-1. to one. <laughs> that sounds like a very Padres thing to do. <laughs> I, so Orlando Hudson played for them. That is true. The 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 rank of Padres things uh, lose three to one. Uh, <laughs> Orlando Hudson. Orlando Hudson. Talk uh, about your future every single year, which is very paradoxical. And then number Bad four, give, give Eric Cosmer over a hundred million dollars. Yes, <laughs> you knew that was coming. Of course. Oh man. I love Padres hating on this podcast. Oh, it's so fun. We need... Oh, man, I miss this. This is so great. Yeah, baseball, right? Weird. Anyways, we should get to some actual talk here. So uh, this is going to be now talking about the roster situation, how that's going to work. So I believe what's going to happen is at the start of the season, they're going to have 30-man rosters. And then as time goes by, it'll get uh, cut down even more, down to 28, down to 26. Uh, but beyond that, they're also going to have a taxi squad which will be a three-man group that travels with the MLB active roster. Basically just if they need a guy on a moment's notice, he's there. Uh, and then they'll have the alternate alternate roster, uh, which will comprise of a bunch of players that will equal to eventually 60 in total. Uh, and those ones are just basically going to be like a pool of people hanging out at the St. Paul Saints Stadium or wherever, just getting ready in case they need them or something like that. So... Uh, this, this is so strange. This is like the weirdest thing. Yeah, 60 players, unless you're the San Diego Padres, I guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 52 but... and not Brian Dozier. That's like, that's like when, when you're inviting people to your birthday party and like, you, like you're talking about it in front of someone's face and then just don't even look at them. You know what I'm saying? Like don't even acknowledge their existence. Yeah, I have a lot of, I have a lot of room left. I can invite, I could, if I wanted to, I could invite a lot more people, but I'm yeah. not going to. <laughs> oh, all right. Just like I could have five more people, but I'm not going to get Gary. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you think the taxi squad guys get a major league contract? I, that would make sense, right? Like that's that's gonna be grand. interesting. I was wondering about how this. Not only that, but then the um, right the rest. Uh, what what what's the word I'm looking for? What the, is the, the 60, service time? 60. Oh oh, service was, time. Okay. Yeah. How service time is gonna break yeah. down? With all this, because, I mean, yeah, if the guys on the taxi squad, do they get service times? And are the guys in the alternate roster, do they not? You know, how, did, how yeah, much does that work? Weird. How much are, like, 
the taxi squad and alternate roster guys gonna like go back and forth? Uh, this whole thing's so weird. I don't know. If the taxi squad guys get the major league contracts, that's about the best job in the world, man. You just get to go to baseball games. Like you're not even on the team, but you're just going back and forth making five hundred grand a year. Just like, well, yeah. all right, <laughs> it's pretty good. You're, you're like the the backup quarterback, man. It's it's great. Yeah. Speaking of backup quarterbacks, see Cam Newton send to the Patriots, and that's all the football talk we have for you today. To, yeah, and baseball. that'll wrap us up. This has been the uh, <laughs> uh, touchdown podcast. <laughs> I, I don't know. That was the first football thing I could yeah, do. Yeah, I get it. Um, but anyways, so the the Twins haven't actually announced their 60-man roster yet. A lot of teams have released theirs, like the Padres, but they're a bunch of pitchers. We're just going to ignore them. But uh, other teams have announced them. The Twins, so far, we've kind of just had some bits and pieces a uh, little bit of information falling through the cracks. Apparently, they'll release their whole thing tomorrow. Uh, I, did you read through like Tom's thread? Where he's like, "What were the reasons why they didn't do it?" Wrong answers only. No, I saw some answers. Is there some good ones in there? I imagine. Oh, there's. There well, I didn't. I didn't see it until like uh, an hour, or half an hour ago or so. So I added my own. I added um, Derek Falvey lost the paper that had all the roster on it, and he was too afraid to like tell anyone about it. <laughs> Uh, and then the other one I said was Jake Odorizzi's mom didn't sign his permission slip. <laughs> That's a good one. Mine was yeah, just... I, I was actually... I like that one. Mine was just the, the, the Twins simply did not want to do it. They, they've just given up on baseball like everyone else has. They're just... Yeah. No, no roster. Yeah, That's all. Uh, we'll get to that. I, we'll get, I'll round around to that because I've been, I've been looking for that. But uh, So some of the names that we have confirmed, uh, Darren Wolfson has confirmed... That uh, Kirloff, Lewis, and Rooker uh, all are going to be on their way. I assume also Larnick, and that was just, you know, he just wasn't right. announced for whatever reason. Um, and he also said then uh, reliever Caleb Thielbar. Honest to God, I thought Caleb Thielbar retired last year. So, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> cool. Uh, and also Danny, I believe it's Colombe. I don't know how you pronounce that. Another lefty uh, oh, with cool. will be experience. And then I know Seth was able to confirm that Ryan Jeffries was in that oh. So. That's like the how many guys is that the six guys uh, that we know will also be on the alternate roster. Yeah, I wonder if you think Donaldson's gonna make it. I don't know. It's... Ooh, <laughs> he's kind of a fringe player. I don't know, man. This is true. I haven't heard much about him, but I guess we'll see tomorrow. Of course, it'd be that's frustrating, man. I would, we'd have so much more to talk about if they just give us the roster. <laughs> yeah, what you're gonna go bitch them about it or what? what I are mean, you who do? do I email at that? Derek Falvey at gmail.com or what? I, what if you did and it actually was him? How about he's that? He's just like, yeah, sorry. Just like, that's all. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, uh, pretty good. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, we'll find more tomorrow. Uh, I think what's going to be interesting, what Darren mentioned in one of his tweets, was how much the Twins will balance uh, top prospects compared to MLB readiness. Because obviously with prospects, the thing is not all of them are major league ready at, you know, th- they're at different levels and there's of Oh my God, I just fumbled that statement so hard, but I'm just going to keep that in because I think it's funny. Let me try again. They're all at different stages of the development. So despite maybe you got a top prospect, if he's in like a ball, you're probably less inclined to put him on the roster because he's going to be less likely to contribute than even just like a, like a quad a veteran throwaway, but he's at triple a, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like guys, I don't know. It's going to be, strange like it's all confusing to me still because like is lewis 
are these really young guys going to get a ch- like if they're on the sixty? But they also were unlikely to play this year. Are they more likely now to play this year? It's just, I don't know. This whole roster thing, I just want to see more of how it's going to work. It's going to be odd. Yeah, that's that's a good point. The other thing I've considered and I've kind of put out there is. In such a shortened season, if you're gonna, because baseball is such a naturally streaky game, if you're gonna have a guy like I don't know scuttle for a few games, how quickly do you pull that trigger and you say, okay, uh, let's say Eddie Rosario is not hitting for like five days, how soon do you then put in Jay Cave? Because you want to take that risk that maybe Cave's hitting a little bit better. And these are the uh, the questions they're gonna have to ask. These are the things that managers are gonna have to consider. I think. And I, it's going to be really weird. It's just going to be unlike any other season, I think. And for a team like the Twins, who spent a lot of the season last season ahead in the division, so there was no – if a guy was struggling, they never really had to replace him. They just let him ride it out. Like, everyone had their stretches where they just simply could not hit. And they just keep him in there, keep him riding for, like, you know, until they start hitting again. Like, can you – how are they going to do that this year? Because they, they didn't get much experience with that last year. So, you're mm-hmm. right. It's going to be going to be odd. It definitely will be odd, but also way uh, to dunk on Eddie Rosario, man. Like he was just the most easy target there, huh? Look, I didn't. I was thinking <laughs> outfielders because I thought Cave and then <laughs> Cave. Rosario no, I was. I didn't. I didn't mean to do it. I maybe it was subconscious though, because we had been dunking on him for so long. So maybe maybe that did have something. We had, We haven't done it in a few weeks. Kind of had to get one out there. <laughs> no, we also haven't recorded in a few weeks, so you know how uh, it goes. That's true. Uh, uh, no one knows that though. Uh, <laughs> I think they do actually, but whatever. Uh, Anyways, uh, so you also, like I said, with Cave, but then you also consider, you know, do you really want to go for that kind of just, you know, three-pointer from half court and then call up Kirloff or Rooker or Lewis instead? Just be like, we don't know what we have here. Maybe we're going to have, like, Jeff Frank Coor when he first came up and was just crushing everything. Or maybe we'll have uh, insert player here Byron who was mediocre when he first, Byron Buxton, yeah, when he first came up and was like, couldn't hit the broadside of a barn you you don't know but that's kind of the risk you want to take and uh we're gonna be looking at teams using a lot of uh insert my favorite word here upside in these plays uh you knew it was coming (laughs) yeah you're right but yeah and also if there's one if i mean the twins are hopefully a team that have built enough enough depth they have a ton of depth where Mm -hmm. they won't have to call up an emergency alex kirloff or royce lewis like that's for, I think, if you're, like, five games behind after 40 games, you just kind of call someone up and hope for the best. If the Twins are in that position, something went horribly wrong. Like, this team should win the division, and it they should, you know, by a, they should win the division, but you never know, I guess. But they shouldn't be out by, like, five to six games or anything. And if they are, as I said, something went terribly wrong. See, I I don't know if I can agree with that because I think that just might be the natural flow of baseball that's going to get kind of overthrown with the 60-game season. Uh, I think we – well, I'm trying to remember the stat I saw. I think it was Jeremy Frank who tweeted it where it was like the worst 60-game stretch for every team last year. The Twins were still above 500, uh, which was like third best in the American League at like uh, 31 and 29. But at the same time – that's their worst stretch, then it's still possible for them in 2020 to play at that level, or maybe even a little bit worse. And while it's not indicative of the quality of the team, that's just might be how things kind of played out, you know, and it's not speaking to the twins were bad or the 
Uh, I don't know if the White, let's say the White Sox did a little bit better if the White Sox were just a better team, or it's more like, hey, you know, less games, shit happens. That's just that's just kind of how it's going to be this year. Yeah, well, if the Twins are struggling, I would be all over them and saying it's because they're a bad team on this very podcast. So yes. be ready for that. <laughs> yes, I know. I cannot wait for that to happen. <laughs> just meaningless complaints. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. I don't, yeah, you're right. I mean, for sure. The Mariners could somehow sneak in the playoffs and be like, all right, that's just, you know, the Blue Jays, Mariners, ALCS is here. That'd be great fun, right? <laughs> that, that would be great fun. Actually, it's funny you bring that up. Uh, you don't know this because you don't care. However, <laughs> the funny thing is about when the Mariners and Blue Jays play is that whenever they play in Seattle, it's filled with Blue Jays fans to the brim. <laughs> Because oh, think, well, because yeah, yeah, because think about it. Seattle's uh, from the border. Uh, it's about I don't know two hours maybe. So actually, what happens is a lot of Canadians come down. They like make a weekend of it and just fill the stadium, no matter how good or bad they are that year. <laughs> so that would actually be an incredibly dope ALCS to watch. Yeah, you could go to all the games. That, well, act, nope, nope. I'll take that back. Oh, oh. that sucks, man. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> What, bad. Wouldn't that be evil? It's the yeah. first time the Mariners have made the playoffs in 19 years, and no one can go to a playoff game. It'd be like if, you know, there was no virus, though, to be honest, with the Mariners. Burn, just roasted your Mariners. I'd, I'd, you assume I give a lot of shit about that. I, I know. <laughs> you don't care. Oh, man. But it'd be – I would love to see the Mariners in the playoffs for no reason, just because I can't name six players in the Mariners. <laughs> Shoot, I might not even be able to do that, actually. <laughs> like, Felix, oh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ichiro, shit, no. Uh, I'm still yeah. thinking Robinson Cano's at second base. <laughs> no, no, he's gone. Uh, yeah, it's, it's well, messed up. that's it. I, well, I'm, I'm willing to put some money. I'm not going to put any money on it because that's gambling and gambling's degenerate. But uh, I would not be surprised. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that, but I would not be surprised. <laughs> If, like what you said, if, I don't know, like the Mariners or like the Marlins or just some random team that just has no business being in the playoffs, just got hot at the right time and just made the playoffs. I absolutely would not. In fact, I'm kind of anticipating that's going to happen. I hope so. I hope it's not all just like the elite teams. I want to see the Twins in there and then just a bunch of teams that have no business being good. That would be perfect. <laughs> How about, how about the Twins and someone takes over the Yankees? Yeah, Twins and, like, I guess that – yeah, Twins, Blue Jays. Blue Jays win the AL East. That would be perfect. And then the, they play the – and then Twins get swept by the Blue Jays instead. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even be too mad about that, actually. I don't yeah, think. just switch it up. Here's, here's the most blessed playoffs I could think of. Uh, twins, Blue Jays, Rangers. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. You're liking also, that, get, huh? Get some Kyle Gibson action in the playoffs mm-hmm. as well. So. Get some Lance Lynn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> perfect. Danny Santana. Oh, Danny Santana. Corey Kluber, old friend. Jeez. Missed that guy. Missed watching Our, him pitch against us. The guy we just once trashed on Twitter, Jordan Lyles, being there. Jordan <laughs> How does he keep coming back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I love the speak. Just speaking of things that have no relation to what we should be talking about, I love the Texas Rangers rotations like Kluber, Lynn, Gibson. Uh, uh, minor. Yeah, we're just talking about a minor and then a Lyles. It's like just 
five dudes that, and it could make up being like an actually solid rotation. I don't know. It's just weird. Well, I th- I think something we're gonna see to actually relate to s- something relevant is that the rotations that have more depth are going to be the most effective uh, rather than let's say like the Indians where they have a huge number one, huge number two and Bieber and Clevenger. But after that, you know, Carrasco was shaky last year. Uh, and then I, I don't know who's put beyond that. Plezak, Zach Plezak and yeah, Savali, Plutko, yeah, Plutko, you know, kind of guys like that who are fine pitchers, but aren't like a lot of these guys don't have a lot of major league experience or they're just not that good in the case of Plutko. So, you know, that kind of gets negated. I'm sorry, Adam Plutko, if you listen to this podcast, but I, I, I don't think he does. Um, that's, if he does, that's yeah, gonna... I hope you lose Adam Plutko. Yeah, Adam, I've always hated Adam. All my homies hate Adam Plutko. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I saying? But, yeah, so if you got a rotation like that compared to, uh, like we say, uh, the Rangers, I, you could throw the, the twins, twins in there, I suppose, also. Yeah. They, have, they have a lot of guys who are going to be competitive. I think that's going to even out more than the high upside. You could also think Yankees, you know, Cole and uh, Paxton are very good. They're going to be without Herman. Uh, I guess Tanaka's there. He's solid. Uh, but you're going to trust Jay Happ in the short term. I don't trust him. You know, stuff like that's going to happen. Yeah. And then just to, you know, relate it back to the Twins, the Twins have a starting or solid five immediately of Barrios, uh, Odorizzi, Maeda, Hill, and then either Dobnak or Bailey. And that's with, the other of Dobnak Bailey there, Thorpe, Smeltzer, Pineda after 40, 39 to 41 games. Can't remember which one. But yeah, they'll be there with 20 games left. Like They've got a lot of options after a salt, like a really good starting five to begin with. Like The Twins are set up super nice for this, in my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Uh, I just, I almost said that, but I didn't want to because I feel like, I feel like we said it often, where like the Twins are just set up well for this. And it's like, I don't know if that's just us being biased or if that's actually true. So, uh, Yeah, it's just, I mean, the rotation, when you look at it, though, I mean, Barrios is an all-star. Odorizzi last year was an all-star. Maeda's really oh, good. Oh, now you acknowledge Hill. this, huh? You know what? Why? Why would you do this? Just got. I'm going just in the zone on my explaining baseball here, and you just go, <laughs> I, I love it. I, I never give this stuff up. I remember. <laughs> that was good. But yeah, Rich Hill has been one of the best pitchers in baseball for some reason whenever he's healthy. And then uh, Rich, uh, Homer Bailey, who is going to be really good this year. Just keep that in mind. That's the number five spot. So I like the Twins. I, I like the Twins. You like, you like the Twins, huh? I do like the Twins. That's a hot take there. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see how this plays out. Uh, next time we're going to record, we'll have some sort of weird spring training. I'll also be interested to see how much of this gets like videotaped and like projected either TV or if they'll have like internet streams. So I feel like, again, there's a lot of people out there who are like, just give me MLB in some form and I will watch it. Dear God, I swear on my life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if they, they could, if, if they take advantage of it correctly, they could, if all this goes well, make some money off it, which is what they care about. So hopefully, <laughs> and, you know, they might, we might actually get it because they like money. It'd be and, cool. and the money will go back to the players, right? Oh. No? No, is that not what... Wait, is that not... Hold up. I, I'm, I'm getting, so sorry. I'm, I'm being told that, no, this does not happen. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, I'm, I'm very naive. We, may, we somehow made it back to the money discussions. I love it. We can't, we can't okay. stay away. It's just so much I'm, fun. I'm cutting it off now because we had too That's much of idea. it. Uh, 
Anyways, the last thing I want to say is I brought up the, the Tom um, thread. I wanted to say oh, a few okay. of my favorites. Uh, someone said Red Sox are again trying to get more for the Mookie Betts trade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed that one a lot. Uh, this other one I liked. Uh, they released it to Sid Hartman, who accidentally logged out of Twitter and is desperately <laughs> trying to type it on the road very forward. <laughs> <laughs> These are good. There are some other good ones in there, but I think those two are my favorites. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's good. And I, I just wanted to end on that. Oh, what well, Tom had his own. Uh, I like this one. They just found out Ari Adrianza enlisted in the Space Force. Right. They're trying to negotiate a release from his obligations. <laughs> it's the most Ari Adrianza thing ever. Uh, I say that not knowing anything about Ari Adrianza. Yeah. No, no, we know a lot of we're We're good friends. We, we know each other. <laughs> yeah, we're up close. And we, we actually do uh, interviews with all these players. That the players just don't know it. It's uh, pretty exciting. <laughs> It's it's fun stuff. It's fun stuff. But anyways, uh, that had been episode 44. As I said, when we come back, we'll hopefully have some, I don't know what kind of things we'll be talking about other than the roster, I suppose. But uh, I guess we'll just be following how the spring training goes. And we'll be taking it day by day, week by week. Hopefully this actually plays out in a healthy and a safe and fun manner. Yeah, I agree with all those things. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. I I didn't think a lot of people would be like, you know what? I don't want the players to be healthy. <laughs> no fun, safe matters here. We yeah, need no, I want opposite of that. I I want unsa- I want as many fans in that stadium as you possibly fit. <laughs> and no fun either. Yeah. Right, and and but they're not having any fun. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to be there. Perfect. Yeah, just just 40,000 people who don't know baseball. Put them in there. Yeah, they That's told him. They told him it was like a, like like a Paisley concert. And they're like, what the, what is this? Mike Trout. What the heck was that? Trout. I, I think I had that for dinner last night. <laughs> All right, we're going too far. We gotta end this. I have to end on that joke, but it's been good talking to you, and we'll see you back next week. Goodbye.